0: Alright, good morning everyone. Welcome to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. This time from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. What's funny is, I was doing a morning show earlier from 7 to 9, but now I'm going to be doing a do-over show from 8 to 10. You see, what happened was... um was, I was doing a show from, initially doing a show from 7 to 9, but I got upset for some reason, which I don't want to explain why, because there you go, but, um, this time I'm going to do a do-over show from 8 to 10, so there you go, but basically what we're going to do is, we're just going to do what we were doing from 7 to 10, this time from, oh, wait a minute, is the mic working? It is, yeah. just couldn't tell, though. But, yeah, I I just can't tell if the mic is working or not because it looked like it was so quiet on there, but it's fine. But what we're going to do is we're going to just start by reading some news, guys. We're going to just save the weather for another time. What was that story about the... Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Um, this is the story I was reading in the first segment. It's called, Don't dry your iPhone in a bag of rice, says Apple. Don't try this at home, Apple says. If your iPhone gets wet, don't dry it in a bag of rice, Apple has advised. But despite the technique's popularity... Experts have long warned against it, with tests suggesting that it really doesn't work. And now the tech giant itself has now published guidance telling users that could result in small particles of the grain damaging their devices. The firm has said that people should instead gently tap out out any liquid (coughs) that they should Instead, gently tap out any liquid with the phone connector facing down, then leave it out to dry out. But despite the increasing sophistication of smartphones, Bobbler approaches for fixing them if they have been dropped in water remain rather unsophisticated. And Apple has taken the opportunity to steer users away from several of them. as well as avoiding bags of rice. It also advises against drying a wet phone using the external heat source or compressed air, meaning that radiators and hair dryers should be avoided. Nor, if it suggests, should users try inserting a foreign object, such as a cotton swab or a paper towel, into their phone. Instead, It guides people to leave their phone in a dry area with some airflow before reconnecting it to a charger. As the website Macworld, which first spotted a new support document, notes, the changing design of smartphones may mean all such advice will be unnecessary in the future. That is because devices are increasingly able to withstand getting wet. All Apple devices from the iPhone 12 onwards are able to withstand immersion up to a depth of 6 meters for up to half an hour. But even with the cost of living pressures driving growth in the global second-hand mobile market, it is likely that many people will need advice on what to do and what not to do with a soggy smartphones for some time yet to come. Yep, that is what it says. So yeah. Now um. Yeah, let's just go ahead and get from here. Um, Look for Salem Oregon. All right. Here's the latest report for Wednesday. Um, it is 47 degrees with wind with um, rain. Wind is south at 14 miles per hour. Relative humidity is 92 percent. Barometric pressure is 29.88 inches. Um, yep. Um, later, I'll be raining. High 49, low 45. First, it'll be cloudy. High 56, low 49. Friday, it'll be cloudy. High 57, low 49. Saturday, it'll be mostly cloudy. High 49, low 49. And Sunday, it'll be cloudy. High 49, low 49. All at 49s. But yeah, um, that's it for your, um, web report and, uh, news report. Um, I don't know what else I can read, um, uh, but that is good enough for now. And um, what's funny is, um, when I had, I did a hard reset on this VM where we record, where, well, not record, but you did get what I'm saying, um, Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and put the commercial break in now while I'm at it, because I want to do it right now so I have time to, because la- last time I did I, for some reason, I think the reason why I got upset is because it was cutting the break off, it made me want to go back to use a different automation software. Not like it really matters. So why not we just go ahead and get that over with while we're at it? Um, work with that, I guess. I don't know. As we'll just play different music too. Why not? Ariana Grande, yes and. I think for the next segment we're gonna do food talk. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a coincidence there. Um, I woke up some recipes. I really wish there was hot chocolate recipes though. That would be kind of interesting to read some hot chocolate recipes because I like hot chocolate, but. I was unable to find some guys um, on food.com, but maybe I can do a general Google search or something, I don't know, Um, I'll have to look it up, but maybe they're not on food.com, maybe they're somewhere else, but either way, um, there's probably some on the internet somewhere, I just gotta just do a general Google search and figure out where they're at, Um, but yeah, yeah, but anyway, um, that's the tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys on Wednesday, February twenty first, twenty twenty four. It's a do-over show from eight a.m. to ten a.m. This time, not seven to nine from eight to ten. This time, it's just a do-over show, and as always, it is being recorded. It's just this is being a do-over show to make up for it. But yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, coming up is um, a Grande, Yes, And, and Paint the Town Red by Dojo Cat. Followed by that is Food Talk. And hopefully, I'll try to find a hot chocolate recipe at thirdparty.com. Because maybe we'll just have to find the hot chocolate recipe at a different site, guys. We'll see what happens. But anyway, more of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club with Food Talk. We will be right back, ref, for this, so go away. That was Pink Town Red by Doja Cat. (coughs) Yes and by Ronnie Grande right here on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys. Yeah. Alright, let me close that. So, yeah. always have to close that door when um, I'm on the air. It's just no CD thing, but yeah. I was playing the video on my phone as well, so I had to pause that as well, so yeah. But anyway, I did find a homemade hot chocolate recipe. I just did a general search, and yeah. It's called Creamy Homemade Hot Chocolate. This is not on food.com, but it's Creamy Homemade Hot Chocolate. It's a combination of cocoa powder and chocolate chips, which is making this hot chocolate extra flavorful. And delicious. It's ready in minutes. Let's. Alright, let's just jump to the recipe. We don't really care about what you have to say. I <sighs> really care about your opinions or whatever. <laughs> anyway, in other words, the backstory. I remember there was a video by Plain Rock 124 in his moving on video, where um, uh, in part of his pl- his moving on video back in 2020, um, where he had to save up for a new MacBook Pro, um, 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 there was like a part of the video he had had to cook like a sandwich, fish or whatever, and he had to read the whole scroll down, read the whole backstory or whatever, but it looked like there was no jump to recipe button. But yeah, it looks like this one did the same thing too. Let me see. Yeah, it's got like a bunch of other stuff, or like ones with marshmallows on it. It's it's ludicrous. But anyway, um, yeah. um, Anyway, here's the recipe now. Um, Homemade hot chocolate. Free me homemade hot chocolate, a combination of cocoa powder and chocolate chips. We'll make this hot chocolate extra flavorful and delicious. Again, ready in minutes. It can be printed and saved, but we're not going to do any of that. It, the course is part of drinks. Cuisine is American. Prep time is one minute. Cook time is five minutes. Total time is six minutes, obviously, because one plus five is six. It serves four. There's a note for smalling servings. We might just skip that. Calories is free 20 free Kcal. And the offer is Allison. Celebra- uh, celebrating sweets. Yes, this is on celebrating sweets, not food. Um, but anyway, um, on to directions. Um, well, I mean the uh, ingredients, I should say. Um, we'll start with the ingredients. You'll need 4 cups of milk, preferably whole or 2%. A fourth cup of unsweetened cocoa powder. Um, a fourth cup of granulated sugar. <clears throat> a half cup of bittersweet or semi-sweet chocolate chips or, chop, or a chopped chocolate bar if you prefer. <clears throat> and last but not least, a fourth teaspoon of pure vanilla extract. Alright, now here's the instructions. There's literally just one step. Alright, so I'll just read what it says. I'm not even bothered with saying step one. Place milk, cocoa powder, and sugar in a small saucepan. Heat over medium, medium, low heat, whisking frequently until warm, but not boiling. Add the chocolate chips and whisk constantly until the chocolate chips melt. And distribute evenly into the milk. Whisk in the vanilla extract and serve immediately. That's it. That's the recipe for the um, homemade hot chocolate. That is. And then there is um, recipes for smaller servings, um, which basically just yields um, different ingredient ingredient sizes. And you can leave a comment to see if you tried it but yeah that's pretty much it to it guys. Um, it's 825 right now. I think we have time to read one more recipe. I think we'll just read one on. Food.com. This time, we were able to read a hot chocolate recipe, so that matters. Um, let's just read um, something that's trending right now, let's just read Easy and Quick Homemade Pizza. <clears throat> pizza from scratch in under an hour, how much better than the ones you buy? Please make sure you use your favorite toppings. I might mean, have already read this before. I'm not sure, but I'm going to read anyway. It's ready in 45 minutes. There's 15 ingredients. Um, I'll try to read them as fast as I can because we have like four minutes left. But serves four. You'll need two and a half cups of flour, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of sugar for reasons unknown one tablespoon of fast rise yeast, one cup of water at 120 degrees. Yep, has to be a little bit hotter. One tablespoon of oil. Now for the toppings, one fourth cup of tomato sauce. Well, a fourth cup of tomato sauce, I should say. One teaspoon of Italian seasoning, a half teaspoon of garlic powder, a half teaspoon of salt, an eighth teaspoon of pepper, then one and a half cups of pepperoni slices, one cup of shredded mozzarella cheese, one cup of shredded Monterey Jack cheese, and three tablespoons of grated Parmesan cheese. Now, uh, I apologize for the phone ringing, but that's kind of obvious. Um, Anyway, step one in a large bowl, mix the first four ingredients. Step two: Mix the water and oil, and add to the flour mixture. Step three: Turn onto the floured surface. Knead for two minutes. Step four: Place in the greased bowl, turning the grease top. Step five: Cover and let rise for 20 minutes. Step six: Punch down. Place on 12-inch greased pizza pan. Step seven: Pat into a circle. Step eight for the topping. Mix the first five ingredients and spread over the crust. Step nine, put a few pepperoni slices on top of the sauce. Step ten, sprinkle with one half the mozzarella, one half of the Monterey Jack, and one half of the Parmesan. And that would right, oh yeah, put the rest of the pepperoni on, repeat the cheese layer. And bake at four hundred degrees for twenty minutes or until light brown. Sorry, I didn't read the step numbers, but it don't really matter. But yeah, that is it, guys. That is the um, homemade uh, pizza. And the reason why I didn't read the um, step number is the step numbers is just so I could save a little bit more time. So here you go. But anyway, um, yeah. I think this time I'm just gonna well yeah might as well put it in now I go over oh well play the Roddy Grande um I'm gonna play David Kushner Daylight and um what else play I better hurry up and find something not bad habit um how about Shake It Off by Taylor Swift? How about that? Anyway, coming up at, at, at 8.40 a.m. will be TMZ Celebrity News, guys. How about that? So stay tuned. Coming up is David Custard Daylight and Taylor Swift Shake It Off. Uh, and TMZ Celebrity News will be right back, right for this. Don't go away. Yep. Here on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys. But yeah, um, now it is time for TMZ Celebrity News. Um, Tom Brady sources called BS on Giselle and Joe Clem dating timeline. Giselle Bonchin didn't start dating Joe Clem Valentine until June 2023, but apparently Tom Brady isn't buying what she's selling. Multiple sources connected to Tom are telling TMZ, the former quarterback, believes that G&J started dating long before that. As one source has put it, they should add 2021 after June. Then the headline would be accurate. Giselle's sources told People they have been dating since June. They're taking it slow, though. They start out as great friends first, though. Now, as we reported, Giselle and Tom have known Joquem for years. Their two kids took jiu-jitsu lessons from Wyff and Giselle herself trained with Joquem. After Tom and Giselle split, she traveled several times to Costa Rica with Joquem, Along with her kids, and have been seen together in Miami as well, one Tom source had said when they announced divorce in october twenty twenty two Giselle fled to Costa Rica for two months. Joaquin flew there with her for two months as well she takes her she takes her ji training seriously. <laughs> Tom has been dating supermodel Arena Shike on and off since last summer, so he's moved on. The couple shares joint custody of their kids now. Hmm. Alright, now on to stuff a little bit better. Travis Kells is now on a private jet to Sydney. Taylor, baby, here I come! Travis Kells is on his way to see his new girlfriend, Taylor Swift, in Australia. In fact, he's currently en route, and he'll be landing there bright and early, TMZ has learned. Sources with direct knowledge have told us Travis is, in fact, aboard a private jet at the moment that's on its way to Sydney right now. I believe this story was published at 7.51 a.m. today, so yeah, it was more recent. And it looks like he's taking a similar flight path that she did when she left Vegas after the Super Bowl to get back to work in Melbourne. We know Travis went from Los uh, we went, we know Travis went from Los Angeles to Hawaii overnight, where he landed for a pit stop and then continued on his journey er, very early this a.m. and is up in the air as we speak. Our sources tell us Travis grabbed dinner in L.A. Tuesday evening before jumping on a plane around 9 p.m. and Jane on over to the islands. We're we're told he chowed down at Noboa Malibu and seems to have laid relatively low because there aren't many eyewitness sightings after all. Yep, and it shows Taylor and Travis' Super Bowl smooch. Oh my god. Of course, he'll now be joining Tay-Tay down under ahead of a string of shows she's got scheduled for the weekend. This after missing her mailboard slate. Here, he's making up for it by catching the latter, ha- latter half of her Aussie shows, four of them running through Monday unclear, though, if Travis is going to stick around and hit up Singapore with Taylor afterward, or if he's scheduled to pour next. But for now, she'll at least have Taylor, Travis Kelspire side in Sydney, at least. That's nice. Travis has been traveling quite a bit over the past 48 hours, and as we reported, he was in Vegas again Monday for a little road time and some golf, but be lined out of there quick, after all. There has been quite a lot of speculation on when or if he'd join Taylor at some point, and now we know he will. The reason for the doubt had to do with the Kansas City shooting, which threw Travis and his whole team for a loop, and seemingly set his plans back a bit. He was just in Kansas City this past weekend, but since then he's been bouncing around. Travis's dad, Ed, did an interview earlier this week where he said his boy sounded keen on coming down there and enjoying the Aussie landscape, and as it turns out, he was right. Get ready, Taylor, because here comes Travis. And don't worry, we'll be taking all things Taylor on the new TMZ Swift Tee Podcast. That's right, TMZ now has a Swift-T podcast, which is available on all podcast platforms, and I believe it defaults to Apple Podcasts, is usually what they mostly default to. Anyway, let's read one more story. I'm Jimmy Kimmel, I'm ProbSquing by Late Night Gig, but not for a couple of years. Jimmy Kimmel seems to be announcing the end of his long-running Late Night show, sadly. But don't worry if you love him on TV, because it's not exactly going off the air tomorrow. The comedian talk show host spoke with the LA Times about his upcoming role as, of the, as Oscar's shows next month. And while discussing that, he touched... Wait a minute. Okay, yeah, I was published today. Okay. He touched... And while discussing that, he touched on Jimmy Kimmel Live, his hit show that has graced ABC for over 20 years. On set with Jimmy. Kimmel said he's considering what comes next in his career now. And has added, he thinks, at least right now, his current contract to host the show will be his last, unfortunately. He didn't definitely definitely say he was leaving his late-night seat, but that's certainly the feeling here, though. Jimmy joked that he hates to keep saying he's going to retire. 'Cause he keeps on signing up for the next go around but this time though he's got more than two years left on his deal and Jimmy says that's enough but this time, to- this isn't the first time that Kimmel's mentioned retirement though in August on Strike Force 5 the podcast he's hosted with several fellow late night hosts Jimmy said he was late intent on retiring before the writer's strike even began but the time off convinced him to stay on anyway. On the podcast, Jimmy said whenever he not working, he starts to miss it. And he re- retaliated the plat points of the LA Times by saying he sees himself pursuing a bunch of hobbies in retirement rather than taking an easy post him alive. So it looks like Jimmy's got a whole bunch planned for his future without his show, an easier move for him to make since he claims he never wanted to be a star now. So instead, Kimmel maintains he likes taking part of it in other people's projects, making Osteen ideal for him now. So enjoy the show while it lasts, Kimmel fans, because it sounds like it may come to an end before you know it, unfortunately. But yeah... Whoa, oh, oh, yeah, for some reason the cursor was lost there for some reason. That was weird. I was up with that? That was weird. Anyway, um. Enough said. Um, next segment, I'm gonna be doing Pokemon Sleep, guys. Um. So let me get this commercial in really quick. Um. I yeah, you, my computer acts up a little bit, but it. Earlier, really, it was being a weirdo. Yeah. I only want to explain the reason why. Um, okay, I already know what I'm going to play. I'll just put it in now, just because, yeah, good idea. Um, too much and Steve Lacey. Bad habit. There we go. Anyway, coming up is the Kibberloy, Junk Cook, and Central Sea. Too much. And Steve Lacy, bad habit for you guys from Pokemon X. And after that, we'll play Pokemon Sleep. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. Mystery, don't bad habit by Steve Lacey. Lacey, too much by the Kimberly Jung Cook and Central C, right here on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. All right, let's play Pokemon Sleep. Here we go. Start now. Seven hours, forty six minutes. I slept a lot more. An hour and forty eight minutes more. An hour and forty eight yeah, hour and forty eight minutes more. That's right. on track time again, interesting well snoozing time good rat good (laughs) tormentor. next went up, got research now Slept a lot more guys, it's crazy. Let's see sleep Zonk. sleep. Curled up sleep. That's Evie, by the way. One more to go. And these sleep. The ones I already had. Again. And that's it. Oh well. No one's hungry. But oh well. Let's feed this Jigglypuff. I think if we... Okay, she's still hungry, I think. Come on. One more, I think she'll be full. Yep, max friendship points. Just as expected. Yep, what's good out of here? Yep, you made serious strides in your Pokemon sleep research. Keep it up next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Was there? Yeah, there was only two star photo. We'll just leave it alone. Next. Fast, good maybe up in their rank almost boo I did get their Pokemon though that's nice Should be, yep, great one. I wanted him to be a great one last night, but that wasn't going to happen. Whoa. A little bit enlarged there. Catch gotcha. you. Are so cute. Probably even cuter than Pikachu's. Christ's not kind of funny, though, I will admit. Yeah, I'm just choosing random ingredients, by way, on my own. and using auto click, I just hit random things on my own, just do it oh, I, I forgot about Spiel the seal Pokemon but yeah there you go anyway, we'll just let Snorax see his berries all around it Yeah, I got pretty good sleep apparently. At least that's what it looks like? Um, I feel like I did. though. Let me claim my ninety-one points. So, claim my free item. It. Okay, that's it. Yep. Alright, so that was Pokemon Sleep. And coming up, it's... Set- well, not 7 but not 8 but um 9:20 a.m. will be um uh Pokémon Go guys um and I cuz I am curious to check to see I'm pretty sure one Pokémon got knocked out but I'm not sure what Pokémon it is um I don't think it was the one at St. Phillips but we will if it was I'd be pretty surprised I don't think it was, though. But we are gonna get those Pokemon evacuated from Saint Philip, so that's for sure. I think we're gonna do that today, guys, with the help of my DSP, who's on a different color of a team, believe it or not. Lock <coughs> it or limp it. Um. So yeah, yeah. So there you go. Anyway, I just put commercial break in. I think I have time to put music in now. Um, what should I put in for music, guys? Um, if I play Tate McRae, it's going to be a, have to be a much longer song. Actually, I'm going to play um, Selena Gomez single soon. Um, that's like 2 minutes and 50 seconds. So let me try to think here. Um got less than three minutes, so let me try to think of a longer song and play, um, Bloody Mary, um, I will work, um, oops, sorry, um, but yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, coming up in the next segment will be Pokemon Go, we'll check and see if the other Pokemon got the remainder of the, um, 30 coins, because you see, uh, in Pokemon Go, you can only get 50 coins per day for having pokemon in gym, so yeah <laughs> otherwise you're forced to buy them with real money which is kind of annoying but what do you gotta do <laughs> but yeah um by losing of getting some actual more coins of real money though i don't really like doing that though but I might need the coins, though, to buy premium battle passes and some remote passes in order to get into battles, like these raids for the, um, legendaries, guys, for the Road to event, guys, just saying. But anyway, yeah, um, so yeah, I'm kind of regretting in there. But anyway, we'll be right back with Pokemon Go. Don't go away. That was Bloody Perry, my Lady Gaga. Way to go, Right here on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, you guys. (laughs) All right, it's now time to play Pokemon Go. All right. Oh, they actually knocked St. Phillips out, finally. So, I don't have to worry about that then. So, that means I don't have any Pokemon and Gyms then. Well, we can... F- okay, yep. Heboon is also out. We'll just use a Math Survive on him. So, that means I don't have any Pokemon and Gyms right now. That's interesting. Well, hopefully we'll be able to fix that, um, later today when Aunt Lou gets here. So, yeah, how many coins do I have? hundred and thirty three free. Okay, that's I thought. i I'm gonna go ahead, do I have enough money to buy a... Yeah, no I don't. Okay, but I can at least, oh, it's a free box offer. Uh, just Pokeballs. I'll just buy a, I'll probably want to buy, well, is my bag full, I wonder? No, I got plenty of room. I'll buy a premium battle pass, um, the coins I earned. Yes. So I'll have an extra chance of winning a raid today. But anyway, um, let's go ahead and get my catch today today with Fort Wig. It's a little bit stronger, but I think I have high hopes. We'll try a curveball if necessary. Um, they tend to get in there a little bit easier if necessary. Yep. use uh, a great ball on top of all that. Pokémon caught. Actually, I never had this one, apparently. That's kind of interesting. Not only did I catch the Pokémon, it was a new Pokémon, it was the first catch of the day, it was also a curveball, plus it was the first throw. But yeah, I thought I had this one, though. That's interesting. But, I uh, can't catch any more Pokemon, but it doesn't matter, I didn't have enough money for the storage, so I have to, yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, let me show you some of the Pokemon I caught with the uh, thing, um, with raids. Um, oh, yeah. Heatran. This is a legendary, if I'm not mistaken. Next one. ...without doing that. <laughs> Cresselia! Skip that one. fact, actually, uh, let's we'll just, um, search by Legendary. In fact, actually, I have two Cresselias, actually, which is... ...kind of funny, really, because, um, I caught... ...the first Cresselia I got was actually in a raid remotely, that is, um, which, you know, Psycho Cut and Future Sight. The second one I got was actually for timed research, um... Um, this one was for a party, I think the other one was not, yep. But it's okay, though, it doesn't matter, because I think the... But yeah, the first, but this one's a little bit better, though, I caught the raid, though, because the higher power one, and... It's also free stars. Now, this one here, Cresselia, um, that I caught the timed research, it's a little bit less powerful. But it's also free stars as well, but let me check its appraisal status, though. Um, it's also free stars, almost perfect. Let me check the one in the raid. Uh, pretty much the same. Almost, yeah. This is Nan Morris here, unfortunately. It was only two stars, but I starred it anyway just so I wouldn't throw it away. Because you can't throw away a Pokémon that starred. But yeah, um, yeah. I think this Chimtar is also um, a free star as well. Yep. I have enough candy to evolve it, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. I think this Chintar wasn't worth anything. Yeah, I was one star. i throw that one away. Yep. Alright, I'll free up a space now. Um, I don't want to throw this Shiny Bronzor away, because it's Shiny. I ain't throwing it away. So you're just going to have to like it and accept it. That's a one-star character. And I'll, well, actually, what is it? And I guess I can keep it, but I don't really want to, though. Maybe I'll trade it. We'll see what happens. Cypher. I think I caught this at a raid. Yep. I'll hold on to that one, but I'll probably... Yeah. I'm probably going to have to, um... Search. Because I don't really, um... Yeah. I'll just search by one star and just... Throw away some Pokemon, but I might just end up upgrading my storage. But I, I can't do that now because I don't have the coins for it now. I mean, I guess I could throw these two Mooners away. I don't really need. I've freed up some space. Um, I don't think I need this Ekans, it wasn't shiny by the way, if you're wondering. Definitely don't need to scrub in. I guess that's good enough. Let's try Shintar again. Always need the extra candy, guys. Just saying. I didn't want a straight throw, but oh well. It stayed in. That's good enough for me. Actually, it still counts as a curveball, believe it or not. So that's good. Nothing. Bye-bye. I think that put me up to 47 now. anyway yeah um that's it for pokemon go guys sadly In the last segment we're going to read new we're going to read the weather first and then do news but yeah um yeah but yeah it's kind of interesting to see how um so yeah um apparently someone's already taken back st Philip. so finally now that gym we don't have to worry about anymore um which is good, because um, we were just about ready to go there today and do it ourselves, but thankfully we don't have to do that. So that's good. But anyway, um, yeah. That's a free minute break, I think. I'm going to put the music in now. I think I have time to do that really quick. I think I am going to put in... Um... 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 Hmm, let's see here. Um... I think I'll put in, um... Bad Idea Right by Olivia Rodrigo. And, um... Uh, where's a Fast Car at? Luke Combs is who sings it. Yeah, I know. Fast Car, there we go. And it's a 4 minute and 18 second song. So there we go. So yeah, yeah. Well, thankfully they finally managed to knock us out at St. Philip's. So what a coincidence. But anyway, yeah. Um, so now I have no Pokemon in gyms now. So yeah. But we'll fix that later today. But anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. We'll be right back with the final segment. News and weather. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Yep. That was Fast Car by Luke Combs and Olivia Rodrigo. Bad idea, right? Right here on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, for you guys. <laughs> All right, we've made it to the final segment, guys. Oh, well. But anyway, it is now time for some news of weather. Uh, we'll speak things off with. Um, first, let's read the, new, with the weather. Here's the latest report for Wednesday cloudy, 49 degrees. Wind south at 14 miles per hour. Uh, is my mic at, I think it's active. Um, yep, looks like it is. All right, witness report for Wednesday, I'll just start over. Cloudy, 49 degrees Fahrenheit. Wind south at 14 miles per hour. Relative humidity is 91%. Barometric pressure is 29.94 inches. Later today, it says it's going to be raining with a high of 51 and a low of 46. On Thursday, it says it's going to be cloudy with a high of 56 and a low of 49. On Friday, it's going to be cloudy, high of 57, a low of 49. Saturday, it's going to be mostly cloudy, with a high of 49, a low of 49. On Sunday, it'll be cloudy, with a high of 49, a low of 49. And that's the weather for you guys. So there you go. Now let's read some news. Um, we already read about the iPhone, the rise. of rice, um, Let's see here. Um, Brightest and hungriest black hole ever detected. What is this? The most lunatic, I think it's the most lunatic object ever detected has been spied in the distant universe. It's a quasar. The bright, the bright core of a galaxy that is powered by a gargantuan black hole, by some 17, by s, some 17 billion times the mass of our sun, known as J0529-4351, the object's power was confirmed in observations by the Very Large Telescope in Chile. Scientists reporting in the journal Nature Astronomy has said the black hole has a voracious appetite consuming the mass equivalent to one sun every day. J0529-4351, <coughs> excuse me, was actually recorded in data many years ago, but its true glory has only just been recognized just now. We have just discovered an object which has previously not been recognised for what it is. It has been staring into our eyes for many years because it has been glowing at its brightness for longer than humankind has been probably existed. But we have now recognised it not as being one of the many foreground stars in our Milky Way but as a very distant object. Christian Wolfe from the Australian National University, ANU, has told BBC News. J05294351 is studying the light from the quasar wild. Uh, okay, I will just skip that part. Okay, it doesn't show the pictures for some reason because this is rendered a little bit differently. The term quasar is used by astronomers to describe a particular type of AGN or active galactic galactic nucleus. It's the very energetic core of a galaxy which is being powered by an immense black hole that's pulling matter towards itself at a, prodig- a prodigious rate. And as this material is accelerated around the hole, it is torn apart and emits a huge amount of light. So much to the point so that even the object that's distance J0529-4351 is still visible to us. And this quasar's emission has taken a staggering 12 billion years—excuse <coughs> me—to reach the detectors at the VLT, a European Southern Observatory organization. Everything about this object is astonishing. What is unusual, though, is the rate at which it's digesting material—you know, swallowing mass—and that's at the rate of about one sun. One solar mass per day, which is an enormous rate, you know, and that makes it very, very humanous, said Rachel Webster from the University of Melbourne. The brightness is described as being equivalent to more than 500 trillion suns. The hot acceleration disk producing all that light measures just seven light years in diameter. That's just roughly 15,000 times the distance from the Sun to the orbit of Neptune. All galaxies seem to have a supermassive object at their core, which probably means such objects are intrinsic to the evolution of those galaxies. In simple language, it means that without those, these black holes, our galaxy as we know it wouldn't be what it is today. In fact, all the galaxies would be very different without their supermassive black holes. In fact, it only it may only be even be possible that all galaxies were around these supermassive black holes, and UPHD student and co author Samuel Lai has said The puzzle is how some of the black holes got so big early in the universe, and this is leading scientists to consider a serenio in which the object screwed directly out of the gas that existed just after the Big Bang perhaps even before the first stars have even formed I think that's it for the story I believe it looks like it is Yep, it is but yeah um, that is pretty much it guys to it um, that's going to do it for the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club unfortunately so, yeah, this do-over show was worth it, guys, wasn't it? <laughs> and I'm really shocked to see the radio DJ still working, despite the fact I did a hard reset. Um I was because last time I did a hard reset, but keep in mind, though, this was on, I, I don't know if it was like a Windows 7 issue or whatever. It was probably a Windows 7 issue, or maybe it was something to do with, um, MySQL, or maybe it was MariaDB. I don't know. It's been a while, so I don't know. Because Radio DJ, what's funny is, it requires um, the use of um, an SQL database for it to work properly. But um, I don't think MariaDB, any version of MariaDB, for that matter, um, which is what actually Radio DJ strongly recommends, actually. But MySQL does work with it, too, though. But I don't think there's any version of... um, of, um, MariaDB that works with Windows XP, I don't think. The thing that only works on Windows 7 or BUS, so, yeah, that's kind of unfortunate, really, but, yeah, um, yeah. But there you go, um. But anyway, we're going to close it out with, um, Hold Me Close, Sir." by Elton John and Britney Spears, which I was initially going to do on yesterday, but I was unable to do so because we ran over. But we're going to do it today, thank God. And to officially close it out, we'll do Rhea and Selena Gomez. Calm down, because why not? And then after that, we'll just go back to autopilot and just play music for you guys. How about that? Like so. I'll probably get this episode uploaded online for our on-demand platform as well, because there you go. But yeah, this was a do-over episode, but yeah, sort of. Air aired from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., so there you go. So I do apologize if the stream got disconnected for a slight bit at around 7.30 or whatever. 7.20, I should say. I don't (laughs) remember, but anyway... That's it for the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. And I will make sure that tomorrow's morning show, if I do one tomorrow, will be better, guys. But anyway, that's it for today, guys. And I hopefully tomorrow will be better for you guys. But anyway, that's it for today. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye, everyone.